0: We got to ask you for a uh, a Biden tape. Let's see. Let's do Biden number two.
1: <laughs> Here it comes. In my career, I've always tried to make a human connection. That's my responsibility. I think I shake hands. I hug people. I I grab men and women by the shoulders and say, "You can do this." And and uh, whether they're women, men, young, old, it's, it's the way I've always been. It's the way I've tried to show I care about them and I'm listening.
0: ISIS has threatened to behead the vice president. Just has a bit of a hostage video look to it. It's uh it's not getting great reviews, the
2: Joe Biden I'm not a perv video. I didn't make the connection that it is the exact quality of like some proof of life video. Yeah, it kinda is. The only thing he wasn't doing was holding up today's newspaper. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it, he's he's sitting on a couch, is a couch, I guess, and He's like half
0: in front of a window that makes the light really bad, and he's got a lamp growing out of his head, and he looks
2: and sounds very old, and the audio is not terribly good. And- we do have the video up at armstrongandgetty.com, right. and we also have, I, I think it's up there, the the Donald Jr.? kind of uh internet memeing that he did to the video it's, it's uh mm. it's hmm it's pretty good interneting. it's i believe it's been edited it's, <laughs> i think uh, so it's I unfortunate think so. You, it's uh you can see the seams in the editing but uh it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny though <laughs> it's at armstrongandgetty.com
0: uh so speaking of presidential uh politics boy the uh the guns are out for old uh what's his name uh, howard Schultz of starbucks uh, all the uh, all the prominent Dems are, are coming out in recent days uh, to condemn the idea of a run. He's having this big town hall meeting on Fox News uh, this afternoon this slash this evening, depending on where you are. Um, it's a town hall thing where I believe Brett Baer and Martha McCallum or somebody is going to grill them, and people are going to ask questions from the audience. The same pair is doing one with Bernie Sanders later on this month as well. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting that the Democratic National Committee is terrified of letting Fox host a debate. They actually just want to discredit Fox as a news organization um, because it tends, obviously, to be critical of Democrats. Um, But the Democratic candidates themselves understand that there are a number of swayable voters among Fox viewers. Fox viewers are not just right wing lunatics. They have enormous audiences. Tucker Carlson, for instance, he had he has more viewers on average than CNN's entire. His one hour has more viewers than CNN's entire primetime lineup, for instance. So there are plenty of persuadables there. And Howard Schultz is going there, and Bernie Sanders, of all people, is going there. And you know, if you don't ever watch Fox, watch the Bernie Sanders thing. You'll see him treated very fairly. And in a solid journalistic way, anyway, um, uh, Elizabeth Warren said of Schultz that he's a billionaire who can, who thinks he can quote buy the presidency to keep the system rigged for himself while opportunity slips away for everyone else. I don't think that's Howard Schultz's primary motivation. Uh, former, oh, I'm sorry, fellow billionaire and former New York Mayor, city mayor Michael Bloomberg. Criticized the possible independent run by Schultz, saying it would end up re-electing the president. Priorities USA Communications Director Josh Schwerin says, If he becomes a candidate, then we'll treat him like a target. David Axelrod, former political advisor, he was the top guy for Barack Obama, tweeted, If Schultz runs as an independent, real Donald Trump should give Starbucks their Trump Tower space rent-free. It would be a gift. It's always the argument. American Bridge Communications Director Andrew Bates told Fox News, We think it's very clear that Howard Schultz would throw the election to Donald Trump, so we're treating him as a target of equal standing with Trump. We're thoroughly researching him in a number of ways. One is his business record. Another is his history aside from his business record. We're looking into his finance, his public statements. This is why people don't run for office. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Anything is on the table, he stressed. Wow. What an ugly game um bill maher who at least takes the trouble to be funny said really the coffee guy wants to be president just because you had one profitable insight that people will overpay for coffee doesn't mean you can run the world uh let's see the anger hit schultz head on as he was heckled on the streets of new york oh we played this tape over and over again by a protester yelling don't elect donald trump you egotistical billionaire a-hole was that on the streets, or was that in... Uh, no, it was, was in a bookstore. It? That was in a bookstore. Yeah, good journalism. Um, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we'll, we'll, this will be interesting. That's always the argument. You've got to leave it to the uh, duopoly of the two big parties. They'll take care of you. They're good people. You've got to trust them. I don't. Yeah, see, that's the thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, look, I'm not a fool, and I'm not a child. I've seen many elections, including those who... Uh, them, them, there that had independent candidates in them, and, and I'm familiar with the way the dynamics usually work. On the other hand, in the era of Trump, and listen, Trump fans, I'm just I'm thinking this through, just mostly for my own amusement and perhaps yours. If, for instance, I don't know something horrendous happens in the economy, tanks. You know, God forbid, seriously, God forbid, but you know, major terrorist attack or. Or, or China goes crazy and fires on an Australian Navy ship or something like that. And the stock market tanks and the economy goes bad. And Trump says, this has been a pain in the ass anyway. This job. And, uh, and he's not very enthusiastic about running. It's not inconceivable that in this era of everything's changing, an independent candidate could actually win. It's unlikely, I know that. But it's not out of the question I could sure think of worse people than old uh, Howie Schultz. And I I, I tell you what, you don't see uh, the big name Democrats going after uh, Julian Castro. Why? Because they're not afraid of him. They're not going after who's the other, some congressman just got in. It doesn't matter. He'll be out soon. They're not going after him because they're not afraid of him. There could be no clearer indication that they're taking. Schultz seriously than the fact that the big guns are a gunning. The big packs talking about we will find every bit of dirt on him, anything goes. Goes to show you. On a completely different uh, topic, that of lizard theft, the Indonesian island, which is home to the world's most fearful lizard, one of the coolest animals around, the Komodo dragon. Number one, it's named, it's called a dragon. And and, and almost is. It's it's a giant, nasty, mean, aggressive, fast moving, poisonous. Right? Aren't they oh, poisonous? Yeah, dragon, highly venomous bite.
2: Yeah, well, and anybody who spent a couple seasons with Game of Thrones knows to to possess a dragon is different than being able to control a dragon. It's an excellent point. They've had to close the, uh, the island to
0: tourists who would go and look upon the fearsome dragon with both fear and awe, because so many people are stealing them. I assume they steal them when they're little, because they can be 10 feet long. I mean, 10 feet long. You're, you're an average-sized guy. I mean, that's almost two of you lion-prone, um, and, and, and they're, they're not thin either. I mean, they're a beefy beast. 10 feet long and highly venomous. I mean, that's just insane.
2: Those things are terrifying.
0: Oh, yeah, they absolutely are. And are those the ones that puff up like the gills behind, not the gills, no. but like a thing behind them? No, they just roll right in and scared of the, the, the wee wee oucha. Sorry to be so technical. I think uh, they're, technical. they're faster than you would uh, anticipate as well. Yeah, they're swift. The uh, move follows the arrest of five people suspected of selling at least 41 Komodo dragons, which are believed to f- a number fewer than 5,000 in the wild. Uh they can sell them for around 35 grand each. What? Wow. Okay, now I get it. Now here's the interesting part of the Komodo dragon. Not they're the 12 mile
2: an hour land speed, and the poisonous bite and that they're like gigantoid lizards <laughs> that could rip off your head. It's essentially a dinosaur that survived the meteor. <laughs> well, it's like a crocodile with a venomous bite. Right. Which is sweet mother of god, I'm glad they're where
0: they are and not where I am. Anyway, because they're fighters, and and they come across other pro, uh, predators, not protesters, predators. Um, they come across other predators and and they battle them. They've evolved an extremely strong defense against infections. And you know they don't have Neosporin and doctors and band aids and the rest of it. They're there on a, a tropical island where it's hot and wet. And I mean, come on, you get an infection there, infection there, you're you're in bad shape. But so they have an extremely strong defense against infections. And it's thought by a lot of scientists that their juices, <laughs> whichever, you know, one is most useful, could help create antibiotics for humans. Take many years of research, of course, but um, they think there's promise in it. Uh, they also point out that injecting dragon blood into you would cause violent allergic reactions. It reminds me of my current situation. Um, if this is, in fact, what is fueling the trade... It is in the same destructive fantasy land as the Asian appetite for rhino horns as aphrodisiacs, he says. Well, something tells me people are not stealing super scary uh, exotic lizards for science. They're selling them for 35 piece." Oh, that's nice. Hanson, the executive producer, just put up a picture of a T-shirt. Biden 2020, except they're like cartoon hands groping the woman's front over the uh, twenty twenty.
2: Very funny. Very are You busy. having
1: a good time, Joe?
2: Some good memery going on on Biden's expense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done. We're not done, though. Much
0: more to come. Uh, let's see. What of the many things we ought to talk about? To, oh, persuasive little note from one of our younger listeners on why young people aren't having sex. See if you agree with them. Next, Armstrong and Getty.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
0: The Armstrong
1: and Getty Show.
0: I hate to sound like a graduation speech, but even as we look forward to that really good email about why young people are not having sex, we look backward at our segment on Komodo dragons. Last uh, segment. A number of people are texting, emailing, saying Komodo dragons are not venomous. Let me quote from one of the top zoological sites on Earth. Recent research has shown that Komodo dragons are like other monitor lizards in that they secrete venomous proteins in their mouths. Hmm. Therefore, their saliva is venomous to some degree. However, Komodo dragon venom is unlike cobra venom, which can kill prey in just a few hours. Their, their mouths are also teeming with bacteria. Really ought to mix in a little scope there, Komodo dragons. So those who dared, dared to correct me have been shamed and humbled. Unless my information's out of date. <laughs> at any rate uh so all that stuff is to come right now though steve kastenbaum correspondent for westwood one news joins us with some really interesting news about the desperate effort to stay afloat by uh, various uh, big-time publishers newspapers and similar organizations steve welcome how are you sir
3: i'm doing well thanks for having me
0: oh it's always our pleasure so what are publishers trying to accomplish and how
3: well, they're working through lawmakers in Washington, and there's a bipartisan bill now being floated that would make it possible for newspapers and other uh, other print or or text <laughs> producers, because now it includes online sure. news, to to uh, negotiate uh, in collective bargaining as a group with Google and Facebook and other uh, platforms that repurpose their content right now they kind of have to do it on an individual licensing basis and it sets up a competition is that uh, the, because that,
0: steve of uh like uh, laws against monopolies and 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 collusion and that sort of thing
3: no it's it's just the way it's been that uh, they they have um you know one-on-one uh, had these deals in other words the new york times licenses its own material the washington post the wall street journal if you want to use their their the material on your website you have to have you know a licensing deal with them right uh, if, if you're going to there, a lot a lot of times the links just appear uh with without right, yeah
0: i get that, that but obviously they're right. pushing bipartisan legislation to let them collectively bargain suggesting that right. current laws say they can't collectively bargain that was that was my right, only right. point so obviously yeah, yeah it's seen as somehow collusory or or anti-competitive or something
3: yeah correct you're right that, okay. in that regard yes yeah, yeah okay um, so um and the point here is that um, Google and Facebook, you know, they're they are not, not only making a ton of money off of the clicks, they're also getting a ton of data on people from those clicks as well. And uh, the print industry, which has lost a ton of revenue, $31 billion since 2006 in ad revenue losses, have seen all that money go to online ad revenue. And so they want a bigger slice of the pie because they're saying that... You know, Google, Facebook, and others are making a, a lot of money off of not just using their material, but the data they collect from the people who click on it. Uh, and they say, that you know, if, if they're going to keep using this this stuff in that way for profit, that uh, the print industry is due some of that profit.
0: Right, yeah, it's yet another argument on uh, that's my data, or, you know, it's a, it's not yours. you got to buy it from me. So listen, Steve, I know you're also uh, covering the college bribery thing. Any guilty pleas yet on that?
3: No, yesterday was really interesting. There was a ton of media attention around the federal courthouse in Boston. We watched as Lori Loughlin and her husband, Massimo Giannulli, and Felicity Huffman walk in. There were some Bostonians waiting for them to come by, and and, uh, they were clearly fans of the Full House star. But uh, there there was a tremendous amount of attention for what was really just a legal formality. The judge uh, was going over the charges against them made sure they understood the charges, made sure they understood that they carry the possibility of prison sentences if they're found guilty at trial, uh, went over the terms of the bail once again, and made sure that the defendants knew uh, what the bail arrangements were, that sort of thing. And and yet, there was just so much attention around uh, these, specifically these two actresses. Which is stupid.
0: Who cares? A couple of bras, you used to be on TV. Sorry, Steve. that My word's not yours. Steve Kastenbaum, correspondent for Westwood News, uh, Westwood One News. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Take Uh, care. Good to talk to you. Yeah, one parent has pled guilty. I mean, what the hell? The hell? Sorry. A packaged food entrepreneur from California became the first of the 33 parents charged in the college bribery scandal to agree to a guilty plea. Peter John Jan Sartorio was accused of paying 15 grand cash to have someone correct his daughter's answers on the ACT college exam. 15 grand, man, this this guy's Captain Chump change in this whole thing. No wonder he pled guilty. <laughs> yeah, he's pleased. The prosecutors are not. I mean, he was like the the guy. They is it even worth arresting that dude? He paid, like, old used car money to get his daughter's answers correct. Yeah, you better arrest him. You got the, uh, the, the actress gal, Lori Laughlin, who, again, what do I care? She's on an 80s and 90s sitcom. Um, she's accused of, she and her husband, of paying half a million dollars. Now we're talking. Right, to get their daughters admitted as fake USC crew team members. You know, that's, that to me is a punk move compared to the gal who got her uh, son admitted as a fake pole vaulter with Photoshop pictures of his face on a
2: darker skinned pole vaulter. I mean, that's, that's points for style right there. That's some good stuff. That was and also the water polo guy too was another one where they all right. they, they found the receipts of them buying all the equipment the right. same day that the pictures were submitted right. or something like right, that. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> and jumping yeah. up and down out of a pool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fifteen grand for test correction. That's just a parent who t- cares about their kid. That's practically a free trial. Yeah, please.
1: Marshall Phillips, what are our headlines? All right, hunt for Trump tax returns and watch out. Cat lovers like positive Sean. Your kitties know more than you think. They know more than. Wow. Next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Available right
0: now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts Armstrong and Getty One More Thing. That's our daily after show podcast.
4: And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes or wherever podcasts are given away for free.
0: Because we're stupid. just reading this piece by Victor Davis Hanson pointing out that when uh, former Obama official John Brennan ran the CIA, didn't he, um, yep. uh, swore in May 2017 that before the election he'd had no direct knowledge of the Steele dossier, he was clearly lying under oath to Congress. Because now it's come out that he did. He was part of the cabal that got it going and passed around. And uh, Victor Davis Hanson says he knew, as in the past, there would be no consequences His dishonesty and he's probably right that's lovely Uh, do not underestimate the power of the current apologies that amount to more or less okay you finally exposed our con sorry so can we now move on to the next one consequences not much he writes (laughs) and i think he's right yeah
1: Uh, marshall phillips has our headlines marshall i gotta tell you the hunt for trump taxes go on at least the tax returns the head of the house ways and means committee democratic representative richard Neal asking the IRS for six years of President Trump's personal tax returns and the tax returns for some of his businesses. Trump's initial reaction. But uh, until such time as I'm not under ordered, I would not be inclined to do that. Thank you. There you go. Neil basing his request on an obscure portion of the tax code, which allows the chairman of tax committees to make this kind of request As long as the information is viewed in closed session. And then immediately leaked the reasoning that the chairman of the committee
0: said in a statement. So this is, and I think it's worth considering, that he had to be serious about wording this carefully and persuasively. Mm -hmm. This is an uh, an announcement that the Congress of the U.S. is going to... Demand the tax returns of a private citizen because we're, we're all private citizens, even though he's obviously the president. Uh, Congress, as a co equal branch, has a duty to conduct oversight, etc. Uh, this committee, in particular, has responsibility to conduct oversight of our voluntary federal tax system. That's a hilarious phrase. Yeah. Volu- are you paying voluntarily? Not me. And determine how Americans, including those elected to our highest office, are complying with those laws. So, they claim they're just spot checking various right. taxpayers to make sure they're following the law. And it's not a politically motivated fishing expedition. The court proceedings, uh, the inevitable court proceedings that are about to
1: start, will be really interesting to see how they rule. Long and lengthy. The first <laughs> official report and on- redundant. The first official report on the deadly Ethiopian Airlines crash says pilots repeatedly, repeatedly followed procedures recommended by Boeing, but were unable to control the aircraft.
0: Boy, you talk about uh, the blame game. I mean, how many hundreds of millions of dollars in settlements, not to mention moral responsibility, are there?
1: In this thing, yeah. Ethiopia's transport minister telling reporters, the crew repeatedly performed all of the procedures that were provided by Boeing, but they were not able to control the 737 MAX jet. The plane, of course, crashing minutes after takeoff, killing everybody on board. They're saying on one of the jets that a sensor got broken? By a bird or a foreign object or something? Well, the transport minister says the investigators did not find any foreign object damage. There had, as you pointed out, there's been some speculation the plane might have been hit by birds. Huh. But they said they could not find any proof or evidence of that. Well, a bird hitting a sensor and making the plane unflyable is not good. No, not at all. New laws in Australia. New laws in Australia could see tech companies and their executives face fines and jail time for hosting violent videos. The laws came after that deadly, uh, the deadly mosque shootings in neighboring New Zealand and were live-streamed on the Internet by the shooter. The banned content includes terror attacks, murder, rape, torture, and kidnapping. The laws call for companies to take the videos down quickly. This law is a couple of different ways, uh, kinds of stupid in my opinion. You can't have a news report on a terrorist attack? Well, what does that mean? I think they're I think they're more or less referring to live streaming of these things. Although if it was a news report, you would be you could be feeding it live. Well, and yep. one man's terrorist attack is yep. another man's revolution.
0: What what about Venezuela? What about Iran? Right. What if the uh, the the boiling of the resentment against the regime in Iran turns into political violence? Is that a terrorism attack, or is that an awe-inspiring fight for freedom? It's that the law is utterly unworkable, and you're going to put some stupid geek in prison because whatever, his algorithm failed him, and, and, you know, some shooting got it? It's just a terrible law. Australia, you're better than that. Put some shrimp on the
1: barbie and calm down. Scientists say they have documented that cats can respond to the sound of their own names. Now, that may not surprise many cat owners, but the researchers said it's the first experimental evidence that cats can distinguish between words people say in the studies that were so reported, they just have
2: never cared all this time because that kind of is on brand for cats right just overwhelming indifference to the human that feeds them sean what the hell does he want Yes, <laughs> says every cat
1: yes in the studies researchers look for reactions like moving of the heads or ears sure well it's simple operant conditioning right i mean you you, often what
0: happens after you call your cat's name is something good right or if it's up to no good maybe you you yell at it or whatever squirt it with a water bottle after a while the animal which has a brain the size of a uh, maybe an avocado pit um After a while, it realized, all right, that sound usually means something's going to happen, so it looks around.
1: Right. That collection of sounds. Well, they say they can detect They can detect their names.
0: You having a good time, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about cats, yeah. and I don't dislike cats. I'm a dog guy, but right. I like cats. I owned a cat for a while. Huh? Uh, Tigger the cat. It was a fabulous cat. Ended up with kidney disease. Terrible. Why did I tell you that? I'm Sad. Know. I've had two cats in my life. Yep. One was named Fido when I was a very little kid It ran away. And then Tigger when my kids were small. Uh, Tigger was a fine cat. But anyway, um, uh, did I have a point in this? Oh, I, oh the I cool thing about cats, that's right, Yes. is that they're miniature versions of like 600-pound lions. Oh, yeah. And all they are is smaller. Now a dog is a version of a bigger dog known as a wolf. Correct. Wolves are pretty big, but they're not like a six eight hundred pound just absolute death machine that can run thirty miles per hour. That's the cool thing about cats. Of course, they'll chew your face off given half a chance. you, oh, can, yeah. you can tell. <laughs> Look in their <laughs> eyes.
2: If they were the size of you know their their relatives yeah. relatives what yeah uh, they would they would murder you in your sleep right and they would not even care moment they were hungry. So it's feed your cats. Feed your cats. <laughs> read, read, read,
0: read. Has anybody done a, a horror movie, The Cats, where cats go crazy cats and start people? ripping
1: people oh, I'm not, not using actual cats. It's usually a person who turns I into a. There was that
2: cat. musical cats. Is, was yeah. that a horror thing? I don't know. They I was
1: never pretty saw it, horrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My Ooh, wife loves it. Wow. I'm a little less uh, enthused about it. <laughs> but If you like schmaltz, it's good. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. We received a fairly uh, compelling email from a young gent who was explaining
0: why young people don't have the sex no more. Uh, I'm going to discuss that with uh, Jack. He's going to be calling it. And uh, get uh, to a couple of other things. Oh, how good are your arguments? Mm, take two. How good are your arguments? How dumb guy are they versus intellectually impressive? I have a chart. to explain well, that for you. Stay tuned. You don't want to be a dumb guy, huh? Stay tuned. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong
1: and Getty.
3: The conscience Of 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 the nation.
0: Getty Show, and look, via the miracle of telephones, it's our co-host Jack Armstrong. Jack, are you there? I am. Excellent. So as we were discussing earlier in the week, uh, Americans, well, people all over the world are not only having less sex, they're having fewer relationships, they're coupling less, they're forming fewer families, they're just being not in a couple.
4: A phenomenon I noticed about 20 years ago, which was shocking to me, and it has spread since then.
0: Well, yeah, it's skyrocketed in the last uh, 10 years, even, uh, beyond that. So a couple of notes we got were were interesting, I thought. Uh, I'm a 26-year-old male that hasn't had sex in almost four years. Trust me, it isn't by choice. I haven't heard this mentioned yet. The reason we're having less sex is because it is incredibly difficult to meet women. On average, I'd estimate I interact with five or fewer women in a week. Working as a computer engineer and having hobbies, including mountain biking, video games, cars, and board games, ensures that I essentially never interact with anyone but men. Meeting women through friends is laughable. Last time a minute... um, I'll skip that. Online dating is just as much a waste of time. Sending out hundreds of messages to get a few low-effort replies doesn't exactly feel worthwhile. Women have so many choices on online dating that unless you're a very attractive guy, it becomes like a second job just to get a date.
4: Any I initial I've impressions? Ne- I've never done any online dating. I, I'm sure that the emphasis on looks is uh, is is a change that didn't exist before, where you're meeting people face to face a lot, and you know personality can carry a lot farther. I, I I'd so tell I you this. that
0: my uh, my uh, reaction when I read his email, as he describes his job and all of his hobbies is, you know, I would ask him if I was going to play devil's advocate. uh, Jim, we'll call him Jim. Jim, did anybody force you, compel you to pursue that career field? No, but that's what you're good at. Fair enough. How about all of your hobbies? All of your hobbies are heavily guy influenced. It it sounds to me like a guy whose priorities don't include meeting a woman, getting in a relationship. And he, he uses it as the explanation, but I think... There are more an evidence of what his priorities are.
4: Now that I, I don't doubt that that's his experience, and how many people that affects, I don't know. But when I was running around and single, there was a lot of running around with, uh, you know, both sexes mixing a lot, and they still didn't get together. Right? There was plenty of opportunity. Every the main thing I saw was everybody thinks they can do better than they can. Or, or is concerned they'll be judged by others that you should be able to do better than that. Whatever better means
0: is, is that a um, weird like everybody shows their super glamorous vacation on Facebook, so you feel pathetic going to the Ozarks and you shouldn't. The Ozarks are gorgeous. Um, it, I guess it, that every you know you think you ought to be with an Instagram model or something like that. I don't know. That's weird.
4: I, I don't know. I think it's a it's, so it's a combination of an overassessment of who we can date. And then, way too much concern about what other people think about it. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think that's a lot of it. I
0: wonder. I wonder. Uh, here's another note I think you'll enjoy. John here, John with no H here, J O N, for some reason. Uh, I wanted to tell Short you what for the dating.
4: Short you realize. Pardon me? Short for Jonathan, you realize.
0: It's a good point. I want to tell you what the dating scene is currently like as a late 20s year old male. It's one of the most, it is the most confusing, bass, awkward thing you can imagine. I literally can't step in one direction without offending someone. Half the girls are ready to get it on as soon as you step on site, and the other half are ready to pepper spray you if you touch their hair. (laughs) I had one girl snarkily tell me before intercourse without me even bringing it up, quote, you have my consent because I know that's a big deal for you guys. Indicating she was also annoyed by how oversensitive our culture had become. I've had other girls explain to me, quote, you have to go step by step. Make sure you have clear consent. And if at any point you hear a no, all advances must be stopped because if you continue chasing it, then it's rape.
4: All right. Well, good luck with that life. I'm going to
0: leave now. Just last night, I was having a conversation trying to feel out if this girl was dating or not, and I asked if she had a boyfriend at home waiting for her. Her immediate response was, so you assume everyone is just heterosexual? I said, oh, God. well, Go yes, because... life, I'm leaving now. He says, well, yes, because most people are, and my mom's a lesbian, so you can't say I'm ignorant on homosexual culture. She proceeded to tell me I'm a disappointment how weird I was for assuming people's sexual orientation. I told her to find a problem that actually exists. <laughs> this, my friends, is why sex is hitting all-time lows.
4: Yeah, well, it's it's clearly multiple factors. Or Absolutely
0: it is. Plus the hormones in like the
4: water. Half the
0: frogs. Somebody find me that clip.
4: Yes? I, I feel like something's going on culturally that might get to affluence, safety, something. You know, some bigger picture driving the beast not to couple as much. Self-centeredness? So accelerators then we've got all these accelerators that are the internet and online and and weird political correctness.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. If it were only one or two of these things going on uh, in a vacuum, then it wouldn't, we wouldn't see this incredible sociological change, but there are a lot of things going on. Um, but
4: it's another, it's another one of these graphs that so far is going one way. Do we reach a, a, a an end to the pendulum swinging and come back? I mean, cause if, if men are having, what was the number of, of three times as many men haven't had sex in the last year that are under 30 than a decade ago, where is it 10 years from now?
0: The number has tripled in 10 years. That's astounding.
4: Of, men, yeah, of 20-somethings that haven't had sex in a year. Right. And, and going further back, I just know from my own experience, there wouldn't have been a guy in our social circles that, that hadn't had sex in a year.
0: Well, if nothing else, John with no H has hipped us to a great phrase. Go pro- find, mm,
2: go find a problem that actually exists. That's a pretty good to go back to the snark. Origin, to the, go back to the but, original but, email, or the the notion that that women don't mountain bike or that women don't play video games. And sure, the ratios are off, but that's just inaccurate. There, and if you like playing video games, you're probably a gamer of sorts, and there are many tabletop games that you can do and play in group settings yeah. to, to, you know, get to meet people. Well, and listen, maybe it's because I'm a dad, but I'm saying to Jim, Jim,
0: you're spending all your time among th- th- hobbies that are vastly male. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean's po- point notwithstanding, if you're serious about meeting women, why are you doing that? Stop it.
4: It there There would be a tipping point this way, though. Like when I was single and running around, and, you know, I knew people, they're always wanting to know where to meet the opposite sex if you're new in town or new at a job. I always went with the, where do I become friends with guys, with people of the same sex? Guys. Because they have girlfriends, and their girlfriends have friends. And I end up over at their house, you know, with this dude I know at work, with him and his girlfriend and her friends. That's how I met people. What? But if the other guys also don't have girlfriends, then that math doesn't work.
0: Right. Well, and the other thing worth mentioning is that, and, and listen, we're you only live inside your own head. You don't know how it is for other people. But it wasn't like uh, it was a carefully considered decision that I would, A, become a heterosexual, and B, that I would long for the company of women. Um, And I don't think it was sociological. I, I remember that need, sure. that burning, all-encompassing need. That wasn't a decision. Sure. So it drove
4: every it drove every decision I made in my free time when so, I was uh when I was you know single and and looking to mingle. So it drove it, all of my and now I don't think it does. Is it indeed the hormones in the water? Two thirds of the frogs down in Houston are bisexual. <laughs>
0: Well that would it, that's bisexual would actually be advantageous, I think.
2: it so opens up your, your pool of possible right yeah.
0: you, you walk into a bar, it's full of dude frogs, gal frogs doesn't matter
4: <laughs> But if it continue if the graph continues on this line, do you expect it, 10 years from now that the, that one out of 10 20somethings will have had sex in the last year? I don't. Is that where we're headed?
0: I don't know. I, I do not know. Practically
4: I, ceases to exist as a thing.
0: As I've said many times, if the rhino or the unfortunately named titmouse or the uh, antelope <laughs> just stopped reproducing, <laughs> science would be red faced and screeching that we need funding. We need to discover. We need to figure out what's sure. going on here. This is astonishing.
2: The antelope just don't reproduce anymore. They're dying out. I feel like I have the same kind of stance on this as some people have with with climate change, where I understand that it's it's happening, but I'm not that worried about it long t- Like I think it's going to figure itself out. Uh, yeah,
4: I would well, only be concerned if it was happening to me.
2: With climate change, <laughs> it, with climate change, you just wear lighter clothes.
0: Or you start growing wheat in the Yukon, or you move out of sub-Saharan Africa, or something like that. At least there are adaptations. If the human species dies out, well, I
4: well, guess I'll be dead, so humanity. what do I care? <laughs> huh? But in the meantime, if I'm single, as long as I'm getting what I need, that that's fine with me.
0: It's a very selfish y'all, attitude. Y'all
4: can, y'all can sit home and stare at video games if you want. I'm going to go out and find the girls that uh, have some interest.
0: You know, I'm going to start being kind of the, the, the meddlesome old woman. I'm going to start trying to couple people up. Ah, oh, there you go. I'm going to start saying, you know, I know a nice girl. That sort of thing. Just constantly meddling in other people's affairs. They'll be grateful. Oh, I, have... was, I was disrespectful to Lori Laughlin, Full House star. I said I didn't give a damn about her. Uh, nice note here from uh, Jeannie. I wanted to let you know she's a big star right now on the Hallmark Channel. She's on two right. series. One is called When Calls the Heart. The other, Garage Sale Mysteries. She's very popular.
4: They both sound fantastic. I'll probably binge watch those this weekend. Let's see. I'm
0: programming my DVR right now. Record series all episodes. Okay. Sounds great. All right, more to come. Stick around if you can. The Armstrong and Getty Show.